Well, hello, and welcome back to the weekly ASAP Rocket League podcast. Um, I hope you've missed us, because uh, I've definitely missed us, too. Uh, <laughs> um, I haven't missed you, Flash. You haven't missed me? That's okay, Combo. All right. Um, this week, uh, it's just myself and Combo. You know, we had Wabbits last time for a duo show, and now it's myself. Apparently, neither of you want to be in the same room as each other. I think there's some yeah. beef. Some underlying beef. Some underlying beef. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that, but there. Let's start off with uh, big announcements. And the cool thing is, you haven't quite heard about this yet. Mm-hmm. So you'll you'll get to, I suppose, react live. You know, firsthand for our listeners. The worst um, kind of YouTube videos. The worst kind of YouTube videos. <laughs> oh yeah, jeez. I remember that was a thing. Eh? That's all they did. Yeah. Um. All right. So. I was approached by one of our listeners, or at least he tells me so. Um, uh, but no, uh, name was Keith. That's all I'll say. Just first name. Cool. All right. I'm not. You know. I, th- I don't Shut think. Up, Keith. I don't think anyone will be mad if I use just their first name. Um, <laughs> but he has. Uh, I suppose what's it called? Um, he has found the connections for me. Um, to be able to host multiple uh, feeds um, for our podcast, meaning officially, as of right now, this feed is exclusively a Rocket League feed. Wow! So, yeah, so that means those of you who um, who uh, you know, I, I I don't think there's too many double listeners. Um, here, let me explain why we're doing this. Is first of all, right? this is a big thing that I wanted to do a lot earlier when we were having Artifact and we were having Rocket League content. Um, but the reason I didn't is because Podbean app had a cost associated with it, um, with with using their hosting service. Um, but given Keith's offer, and most likely in the future, we're gonna all I'm gonna move all my stuff over to Keith's platform, including this podcast. But until the subscription runs out, I'm gonna use the Podbean one. That's kind of where we're at. Um, but my point is, uh, I always want to split this feeds because that means it would allow people for iTunes, um, people on iTunes, Spotify, and like on Podbean to be able to just be subscribed to the uh, shows they want to be subscribed to. Um, so I think essentially this allows you now, if you, if you've been someone who's just like literally tuned in every week, cause you're like, I don't want to get stuff that's not related to Rocket League. Um, well, we finally, I suppose, solved that for you. So you can thank Keith for that. Um, so Keith. yeah, so exclusively this feed will be the Rocket League feed. Um, yeah. And then the big thing is the weekly wrap ups or the, the kind of show I was going to do that was kind of. I suppose there was a pilot episode last or last time around. Um, it's it's now uh, it's not going to be on this feed any longer. It's going to have its own feed. It's been changed to the Rob and Kyle show, and right. yeah, and uh, so I think I'll include a link uh, at the bottom of this podcast to those to that show for those who kind of are interested in uh, what myself and Kyle are up to. Uh, last time around, I don't know if you watched the show. But the show ended up being uh, us talking about The Art of War, the book. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And uh, relating it to Overwatch. So I don't know what's going to happen next week. But um, the point of that show is literally any topic is whatever we feel like talking about, we talk about. That was Um, good marketing. Now I want to go listen to it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So it's, it's, yeah, uh, I'll include the link uh, in the information section below for those interested. 
um, as well, since I, you know, I, I, you know, whenever I get something like this, I, I try to make the most of it. Um, if you've noticed, if you're on the feed and you're watching, you've or listening, <laughs> watching. If you're watching the uh, the play button and the small scroll, <laughs> staring intently, staring intently. Um, all our artifact episodes have now been removed from this feed, um, and they're gonna have their own exclusive feed. And that show I've kind of like put in a box, you know. It's there. Um, I might eventually, and it's just kind of like to show where we started. And it's just kind of gonna be its own thing. It's 17 episodes, I think, in total, and that's that one's done. So it's just in a nice little box on a separate feed, um, with the original name. So uh, maybe the diehards can find it, but I doubt anyone here <laughs> is interested in that. <laughs> um, do you do you by any chance know what ASAP stands for? No, I, it's, I I've just never really asked because I just thought it was like some creative name but uh please thank you thank you no 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 enlightening you can you can find (laughs) i suppose the only the best way to find it would be to follow our twitter feed because i'll probably post it up there within the next week um but if you find our link to the artifact show you will find what asap stands for um although i suppose at this point it's become a brand in itself (laughs) um i mean asap weekly you know we're not always weekly, but I feel like it. <laughs> basically, ASAP basically weekly. ASAP ASAP weekly. Almost weekly. Almost. Um, but that's really it for that. Okay. Um, okay. During beginners corner, remind me we're going to be talking about wave dashes today. Um, but there's also a listener of ours that tweeted at us, and I remind me to bring something up about that at the end All of the right, show. Is it about wave dashes or something else? Uh, it's about something else, but he, he tweeted at us, and I want to respond, and I'll, I'll do that at the end of the episode. All right. <clears throat> what a lucky guy. What or a lucky guy. Well, listen, we're at a point where if we're only getting, like, a couple tweets a week, I'm not going to... I might not respond online, <laughs> um, but I'm most definitely going to respond in the podcast because we're only we'll getting a couple. <laughs> yeah, if you want to tweet at us, all right? Well, was, we'll call you out. We'll call you out. <laughs> Whatever you want, we'll talk about it. Um, I'll tell you you're wrong. I'll tell you you're right. We don't know. We'll we, figure it out. We don't. All right. Now that that spiel is over, um, we're going to get into the esports corner, our first corner of the day. And the reason we're starting with it is because I feel like it is um, it's something that, like, when you miss two weeks, you know, there's a lot to catch Long up overdue. on here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm just going to start off with notable matches. And then at the end, uh, I'll kind of talk about what I saw, at least. I, I watched a couple of the games from this past mm-hmm. week. Um, things I want to point out, we can we can discuss, um, and then we'll finish up looking at the standings. But we're not going to go ba- like game by game because, like like we've said before, um, we feel like it drags a bit. So definitely uh, using uh, Rocketeers.gg, uh, who wow. you yourself have uh, are associated with or something. I don't know. Oh, I was going to pretend I wasn't and tell them that it's this amazing website, but a bit doxed. doxed. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I, I do write for the website. Uh, I, I make. Uh, I used to make quite a bit of articles. Now that we're into RLCS, uh, most of the articles that come out of the magazine are, are fully RLCS created and, and we sorry focused. And we have mm-hmm. a couple writers who are dedicated to that. So I don't particularly write for those. Um, despite like I, I've only think I, I think I've only missed three actual matches of all of RLCS this season so far. I, I've been watching pretty consistently. Nice. Um, but uh, so I generally produce a lot more of the interview and uh, kind of like inside take content. Uh, so c- keep an eye out for uh, some creative content that maybe even could do with this podcast in the future. But we'll see. Uh, so. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, but 
for those of you who are keeping track a month ago, I think that was our announcement that you were mm-hmm. interested in promoting us or something. Um, but anyway, um, so you said you're watching most of the games, so I'm gonna. This is what we'll do. We're gonna start with EU. I'm gonna go week two. I'm gonna I'm gonna point out what stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, also, for those, because I didn't realize this, uh, you can see how out of like out of focus I am given this last week. By the way, I just had an interview today. It's been it's been a little crazy. Um, but um, no, the breaks right is the yep. former Flipside team. All right, you got it. And I Excellent. feel like I knew that before. Um, but just for those listening who might not know, so that's the team with, um, is it, is it, man. Can you do it? Cluxier, 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 that's the one. Cause you know the problem, there's also like a Klasarix or something. Am I, am going crazy on a different team? Yeah, what, no. (laughs) No, um, who am I thinking of? Is that, man, my mind is all mush. Is it, does EG have someone with a K as well? Um. Not, I'm trying to think of who you'd be thinking of. Like, uh, I'm thinking. Are you thinking of classics? Maybe? I think I'm classics. I think I think yeah. that's what my Sony mind's G. doing. Unless I'm messing that up. To my knowledge, Zony G. Anyway, so. anyway. So let let me just go week two. Um, so I guess RV Renault Vitality beats out Barcelona and beats out Dignitas. That's what really stands out to me here. Um, you you said you watched some of these games. I did. Yeah, I watched all of it. Um, they are. I think the best RLCS team we have seen so far um, in all six previous seasons. They and like I, we talked about this. I remember when we were talking about the transfers in the off season when KDOP came to Vitality and we were talking about the the, the team play between Fairy Peak and KDOP. It's it, it has been nothing short of what I at least was talking about previously. It's been it's been far above my expectations and especially last week. Uh, to my knowledge, Scrub won the um week three mvp this most recent weekend um and then the weekend before that kdop won the mvp so we're seeing that there's even like the the solo efforts are incredible so i'm not a huge scrub fan like I, I can definitely say i have a bias towards that but um i'm just not a huge let's fan. be honest that's combo you just don't like kids yeah. all right <laughs> I, I hate kids i want to be a teacher but i hate kids um <laughs> but no he he's so toxic in his streams and i know that's his like his his character that's his personality and stuff and so, like his dedicated fans love it but he is so toxic and i cannot handle it it's super not for me um but uh, i imagine though like when he's playing on the team he doesn't like it has to be a bit of an act on stream i imagine i i really hope so like like i for someone who is that well known and that talented on the scene i really hope that he has a bit of a better mentality and personality than that and i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he does but um like his content frustrates me so much i can't watch it but he is Oh, like unarguably one of the best players in EU right now, and especially week three, he was phenomenal. I missed their uh, their second. I know we're talking about week two, but I missed their uh, second game in week three against TSM. I missed the, that was the one mm-hmm. match. That was like the one match I really wanted to watch. But um, and I heard that he was uh, less good in that match, but he in against the bricks, he was crazy to watch. And every week previous, he has been so much fun to watch. So mm-hmm. uh, another thing that, and I quote, I, I believe that I believe this is your quote. You're saying that uh, Dignitas was a hot, like a hot garbage dumpster fire. I believe that's <laughs> your exact words that I'm misrepresenting. Sure. Um, no, I, I, I'm just trying, trying to be controversial yeah. for the sake yeah, of it. Yeah. But um, <laughs> uh, the best meme I saw of this was a giant shoe that said uh, KDOP on it. And then you just have, uh, what's his name? Um, 
Let, let, help me out here. Yukio. Yeah, yeah when he left, y- yeah. Yukio inside this giant shoe that uh, that says K-Dop, like, trying to yeah, fill yeah. the shoe. Um, nice. I like that. It sounds like a good meme. Just on this note, though, because Dignitas did win that dream hack, right? So what do you think has changed in the past couple weeks? The... For what I've been watching, uh, it has really been three players with a lot of solo efforts um, and almost no teamwork. Um, something I can't, I was uh, in the speaking of like Rocketeers previously. We have, we have a Discord and uh, a couple of our readers were were chatting and I was kind of interacting um, with them and, and and chatting it out. They picked up Snasky uh, Dignitas as their coach uh, just before RLCS started. I think it was about mid March is when uh, is when they picked him up. So a couple week weeks before. Um, I love Snasky. Really really good player. Uh, used to be on Fnatic. But he started with the leftovers. That crazy uh, uh, season three story. But he, uh, and I, I'm sure he's probably a great coach because he's always seemed like a really good leader. Uh, I worry, though, because I've been seeing them play a very different style. I always found that Dignitas was this offensive powerhouse that was just the deep offensive cycle, short passes, uh, just was so fast in the offensive zone that they couldn't let other teams even realistically touch the ball. Under his coaching, I've really been seeing them change to this kind of long ball play. Uh, and I, I like like I've said before, Brock kind of plays in that style, and we uh, we do quite well with it. But it is not working for for at least for Violet Panda and Turbo right now, uh, from what I'm watching. And I, I think I've been seeing them start to change it up, especially week three. Now they were definitely playing like it almost looked like they were playing slower but more methodical and purposeful. Uh, and I think that's why they were finally able to sneak out their first match win against uh, Mouse. But uh, with sneak out, they swept. But uh, it's still like they 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 don't look like the Dignitas that it, that they were, and especially even back to Dreamhack. But they it, it's it, I, if I had to guess, and this is more from now my coach's perspective, I'm worried that it's the coaching, and it's nothing against Snasky's style or what what's going on. But uh, I just don't think it was a good fit initially, and it seems like they're trying to find a new play style now, and we'll see how they come out now. I think that's interesting because when a coach takes over, they want to implement their style, right? Yeah. But you're taking over a team that just won one of the biggest tournaments like and in two, two-time season, reigning right? champion we're like rlcs champions right like it's the mentality of like don't fix what's not broken and uh, and I'm, I'm sure he came in and tried to use their systems like, like I, but he's a smart guy he is a very smart player like that is probably the quality i would have given snasky as he was a player but he uh, it I, i'm really curious just about the team dynamic of was this uh like hey let's try to like advance and change the meta and get bigger and better and so on or was it that snasky came in and it was more of that kind of solo like i'm gonna like make you guys better and it ended up not working for the first two weeks yeah and i'm looking over the stats here in rocket rocketeers by the way i think i'll add a link uh to our episode <laughs> as well to rocketeers just so uh people can see it but um they the goal their uh their plus minus is minus five right now. They're four goals and nine against, right? After four games. That's the that's that sorry, that's the game score. That's the game uh, score? Oh okay, so, so they're yeah, four so got it, got, got it. it. They they were they were they lost three one to Barcelona and then they got swept in both. That, that's much two. worse than um, I thought, because four nine just right? seems like low scoring, right? But yeah, no. But that's it's even worse, worse, right? You got it. They so coming into week three, they had only won one game. They they were one and nine coming into week three. That's anyway. So, uh, I suppose when I want to get want to get out of this, I um, I do have another. I have a topic to talk about you and NA together, but uh, we'll get back to it in a second. Um, yeah. The big thing that we're coming out of this for people to watch, people listening, people watching uh, the our LCS at home, is um, you know Dignitas trying to kind of fix themselves after 
you know, be, being literally the eighth team right now out of eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and RV kind of at the top of it. Team Solomid doing well. I think I yep. would say surprisingly because of their DreamHap performance. Um, but I think it's also entirely possible that they really took the offseason off like to actually take a big break and that's why they weren't as good at the tournament like the offseason tournaments yeah um, they also uh they also shipped jake over i don't know how much you know about the eu sorry the oce scene but they shipped jake over who used to be on the uh, uh the chiefs he was uh, mm-hmm. one of their like starters um and they brought him over as their coach um following that uh and i i think he's it looks like he i'm I, clearly i'm biased towards the coaches at this point yeah. but i think he's done a lot of really good work with tsm so far because he good, yeah. uh uh, like I, you kind of, I've kind of watched them really start sinking a lot better, and so I've been really impressed with how Jake's been doing with them. Awesome. All right, um, we're gonna move on uh, over to the NA side of things. My favorite. Let's get into it. Um, that's wow. I like how you said that. And there's a topic specifically related to my favorite region that I'm gonna talk <laughs> about in a second. But let, let's get through this. Week two. Um, G two. Cloud nine being ghost. G two being rogue. Um, Oh my goodness, I don't know what... Here, give me a second. Space Station Gaming. I was trying to figure out what the symbol meant on your... Yeah, uh, yeah. Anything. All right, was so, it SSG? So, yeah. yeah, Space Station Gaming, yeah. uh, BNEG, Energy. Mm-hmm. So, big. I guess, big things to take away from what I'm seeing right now is... One, Energy and Cloud9 have not played against each other. Um, I think that's a big can one. I, can, I, can I build off that for a sec? Yeah, or... go, go, go ahead. So that is why NA is going. The next two weeks is going to be the most exciting Rocket League in RLCS history. I and I, I will happily fight to the grave to 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 say that. Um, if you look at the standings right now, Cloud9, NRG, and G2 consistently consider the big three of NA. Um, the if you look at the other the other teams, like Rogue generally is is a middle four team. Splice, if they don't get relegated, I'll be shocked. Um, Evil Geniuses is a middle four team. Space Station is a middle four team, uh, and then Ghost is kind of up and down. I think Glassinger just needs a new team at this point. But uh, the the big Ghost three is, is, a, un- is un- up and down. Ghost is currently uh, on four. Just just so you yeah, aware. have they've they've only won three games so far out of their four matches, which is tough. Um, but yeah, so anyway, so Cloud. But the thing to keep in mind is Cloud Nine, Energy, and G Two uh, are all four and zero. So they have three games left. None of them have played each other. Uh, so that is ah, the most exciting part right that now. That is quite exciting. So, right, so Cloud9, uh, in week four, they play Space, Space Station Gaming. So uh, if we were to look at stats, it, we'll, we'll, we can, let's say, assume Cloud9 comes out of week four, five, and oh, and that means they go into week five, and they're only playing their last two games are against G2 and NRG. If you look at G2, they play NRG and, and Splice next week, so uh, the NRG game will be a, a flip, like... Who knows who will come out? Uh, but like the most likely beat Splice, and then they end with their last game against Cloud Nine. And then finally, looking at NRG, they play G two uh, in Week Four, and then they end with Rogue and Cloud Nine in Week Five. So um, it's going to be some very interesting NA Rocket League, purely for the the sake of whoever basically wins against the opposing teams in that Big Three are going to take those top two spots. Uh, and I we're I think we're clinched at this point for all three teams. Uh, but uh, who knows? Maybe we could have some crazy change that uh, that would happen. That uh, one of them moves further down into the bottom four, or sorry, mid four. So uh, NA is a lot of fun right now. Uh, EU is looking a bit like a mess, where it's just Vitality dominating and everyone else trying to scratch and claw to figure out who's in the middle four. Uh, but NA is we have our big three, and that's it. And it, it's been real interesting to watch. And I think another thing I wanted to point out, um, just just for our listeners, uh, so. Coming up, if you are interested in watching, it's I, I believe it's Twitch.tv. You'll probably see in the Rocket League section. Um, mm-hmm. It's at 3 p.m. Eastern time, uh, mm-hmm. Saturdays and Sundays, if you are interested. 
Uh, Sundays is noon uh, is for EU because it's it's. Oh, uh, so Sundays is noon. Okay, you got it. Yeah, so Saturdays at three p.m., Sundays at noon, uh, and generally they run for about four to five hours, give or take. Okay, thank thank you for correcting me on that. Anyway, for those yeah, interested, nice. um, yeah, let's. Yeah, it's interesting that you pointed that out. Um, what I saw, um, kind of little storylines that you might have missed. I guess it was what I want to say here. Um, Rogue, kind of how Kronovi is doing. Um, fortunately, it seems like a lot of teams are just... Because there's three 4-0 teams, um, I think the relegated like spots are actually going to be fought over quite harshly. Yeah. Um, so it, I think the, both the bottom and the top of the table is going to be hotly contested. Um, mm-hmm. Just so you're aware, there's eight spots. Um, and I actually, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to promote this website again. Rocketeers is doing this very well because it's very clean. Um, eight spots... Uh, the two top teams are going to to playoffs. Two bottom teams have to go into the promotion tournament, so they have to fight for their life, I guess, um, mm-hmm. is one way of putting it. Um, so yeah, Rogue, seeing how Kronovi's doing. Splice, Karma, which is the first female player, um, I believe, in Rocket League history, right? She. It's funny. I find a lot of people tend to forget this, and like I, I don't even know how much you were on like into the scene at all back in mm-hmm. season one but she was actually on vendetta in season one uh, which was an rlcs team uh but they were uh i think she was their like second sub like i, I think they had five or six members on that team throughout the season um like they, they had a lot of transfers throughout but uh yeah so she was she was a sub on their team so technically she was a uh, has already previously been an rlcs player um but yeah she's the only girl that has ever made it onto the scene and, and like honestly when i'm watching her play i don't think she's the weakest link in splice um, um I, I i personally do um, you do she uh, massively i i also again bias i strongly dislike karma uh, wow like strongly dislike. is there karma. is there a particular um, personality thing for personality is a big one um i find and i like again if for some reason she happens to listen to this it's no disrespect i find that her mentality in interviews and like i remember they had her on the the panel for the last two rlcs land finals um she is i I find she is she would be well respected because she is a talented player and the fact that she's a female is awesome like i'm happy i hope we get more females on the scene um but i I worry sometimes because her mentality tends to be a like don't respect me for my skill like respect me because i'm a girl and i've like earned this because i'm a girl which is like i i do but like you don't need to put that in my face if you know what i mean um and like that frustrates me a lot and like it's very much like a, a subconscious thing like i doubt she's purposely going into interviews and being like respect me because i'm a girl like like i've never seen it like that uh, but uh, that, that's the vibe i really get and also i <laughs> i do think she's the weakest link if you watch week one um she actually completely blew their game uh against i think it was against ghost um in game two i no sorry it was their C9 can't be game. against ghost because um, ghost were, is 0-4 um, baby so, so Go- Ghost broke down. They they were up two one in that series and ended up blowing it. It was pretty tough, but it was against their first their first RLCS series, and I'm sure she had some nerves against Cloud Nine. Um, Cloud Nine looked the worst I have ever seen Cloud Nine play. They still swept them, and Karma. There was one, so they lost game two in overtime um, because Karma missed a catch when she was just sitting in net, and the ball literally just rolled in the net at ten like ten kilometers mm-hmm. an hour. Um, it was like one of the biggest whiffs I think I've ever seen watching RLCS, uh, and it, I, I think she is significantly the weakest link jay Wiz is phenomenal he's been absolutely killing it um and dude with the nose is also quite toxic on twitter and things so oh. i'm not a huge fan of right, here, you're just so. not a fan of the team it seems but I um strongly dislike splice. I, I hope they get relegated <laughs> um that being said from what i was watching it seemed like 
you know, I, I'm just seeing when because I did watch I think a couple of the splice energy like splice energy splice rogue, mm-hmm. um, and it seems like the team is just kind of deteriorating it rating a little bit, like mm-hmm. when you're, I don't know if it, it feels because I know you're saying that at least I saw mistakes from other players like it wasn't Jester, yeah, yeah. Um, but to your point about um, kind of you're saying that you put it like she's putting it out there in her face, um, that's interesting. I, I I haven't followed enough interviews I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I kind of know is there was a video with um, what was his name? There's, I can't. Oh, fl- Floomp, Floomp, Floomp. Yeah, yeah. Um, the interviewer, and he, and apparently she came from Hearthstone. Um, yes, yeah, that's how she started. She was a she was a pro on the Hearthstone. Listen, I'll respect. You know what? I really I and I listened to that interview, and I think the reason I have greater respect is maybe because i don't listen to as many interviews with you um Mm. but she was talking about kind of the mentality it takes to be really good at a game Mm -hmm. um because she went from hearthstone where she was getting like eight thousand like viewers Mm -hmm. or something ridiculous streaming right um to like listen i'm gonna sit down play this game until i'm good enough to to play um or like and i suppose you're saying she was in the earlier list but she like sat down completely switched over and just started playing this game um, I also saw that interview, and I I got a like regardless of any feelings I have towards her, I really thought that was a really cool interview and a, a really good way to talk about just getting good at things, right? And yeah. and uh, the the switch sounded quite tough, but uh, and so like obviously I do have mad respect that she was able to learn enough to be obviously this talented now. Um, but uh, yeah, like trust me, feelings aside, I thought that was a really good interview. As well. Yeah, I and I think I think to your point as well, the more like female programmers we get, I think the less this will be a thing that's discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when you're the only one, it's almost like she might put that out there, but I'm sure as well, like during interviews, she's asked about it all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. I imagine. So I imagine like the kind of you're thinking about like putting in your face, like, oh, you have to respect me because I'm a female gamer, all that. Um, I imagine as, you know, hopefully, you know, we have more people interested in their, um, they, they get good, they, they play and they get on these teams. Uh, I don't, I don't think we'll just be discussing this in the future just because, you know, like, I, I feel like that might come with being the only, like, if you're literally the only person um, of a group within the whole league, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure that's a pressure that, um, and, and like, there's opportunities there, right? But I'm sure there's a lot of pressures there as well um, yeah. that she has to deal with that, um, you know, that we might not uh, know about or know how to talk about. Um, yeah. Either way, that's, I suppose that's my counterbalance to your point. Yeah. Um, but, all right. Um, I think I think we're good for there. Um, okay, two things I want to mention, okay? One is the teams I traditionally cheered for, um, and I think this came from LCS, League of Legends. Um, I, I was a Cloud9 fan there. Um, cool. I, for some reason, I'm not drawn to cheering for Cloud9 right now. Interesting. Like, like I cheered for them when they won. Yep. But, like, it... I don't know. Like I'm, I first like RV, RV. I want to cheer for because it's like okay, let's get all the first. You know what I mean? Let's all get these individual players. Like I like that kind of storyline. Um, yeah. But when I watch Cloud Nine, I just feel like they're a really good team, and for some reason, and I, I think I really enjoy Torment. Um, but for some reason, like I don't like I don't have that uh, initial kind of, I suppose um, familiarity, right? Like I yeah. watched Re- Re- or I watched some Rezo's YouTube videos, and now I'm a G2 fan for some like you know what mm-hmm. I mean, and yeah. I haven't been able to get that from NRG or Cloud9, so uh, got it. 
I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, but that's kind of where I'm at, right? Like right now, if I'm looking at this roster, I'm a Lethemir yep. fan and I'm a Rizzo mm-hmm. fan. So that I, I almost cool. feel like the, the players themselves for me are more important than the teams. Yeah. Um, so like, and, and then I'll look up and like RV, right? That's definitely true with RV. Um, and then I cheer for Barcelona because, um, well, the, when I was kind of getting really good, the people are saying like, oh, Devo, oh, Devo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yep. But the fact that it's FC Barcelona has kind of also dragged me in. So those are, mm-hmm. I suppose, the four teams that I'm kind of following. Um, nice. yeah. But I, I wonder if you have any thoughts on that. And then I'll get into what I wanted to talk about, about the two different regions. Um, I, I really like that you brought up the point of like liking players instead of teams. I follow a couple, uh, I follow several like Rocket League Instagram accounts and a couple of them like talk a lot about RLCS. And um, one of them, I remember uh, just did like a question, you know, how on like Instagram stories, you can like say like, ask me questions and people like, hey, I don't know if you've seen those, but um, so they did that on like their Instagram story. And uh, someone was like, oh, like, who are your favorite teams? And like his response or the person running the, the page's response was like, oh, like, I don't really like individual teams, but like, I love like AJ. So like, technically I like Rogue or like, I lo- and I, he's like, oh, I love gimmick. So like, I like C9 and things like that. So I actually completely agree. I think just with how esports works compared to like traditional sports um, is like, I, so for me, like, I remember I was a uh in like the the nhl like i was born and raised a leafs fan but i uh, as i got a little older started loving henrik lundqvist who's the goalie for the new york rangers uh, and so then by association i became a rangers fan after a couple of years and i'm starting to see that trend at least with me with rocket league now as we move on so i really really was a gimmick fan and as he came onto cloud nine now so like i always really did like squishy too as he came onto cloud nine i like really really liked the cloud nine organization to the point that i bought some of their merch like i'm using a cloud nine mouse pad right now um and now I guarantee if their roster were to change, I'd probably still be a Cloud9 fan. And so, um, which is interesting. And like, it's cool seeing how that, that moves through. Uh, but I completely agree. I think most people that watch esports generally will like players much more than they will like orgs or team names. Uh, and so you brought up Lethmere. Like, Lethmere is one of my favorite pros, hands down. Um, and I, it breaks my heart every single season that he seems to have to be the one to carry the squads that he's on. Um, and I, I actually wouldn't be surprised if he retired sometime soon. I was talking about this with the Brock team, actually, uh, when we were chatting about RLCS, because he is making so much money from content creation right now. Like, he's really taken off on his YouTube channel and, like, content creation. Uh, that I wouldn't be surprised if he retired at least in a, a couple seasons. Yeah, and I or think like, until, like, um, for Lethemry specifically, until like a bigger or picks him up, I think he'll always be in this position where he's like, he's definitely good enough to carry a team into our LCS. Yep. You know what I mean? But then he's going to struggle at the bottom. If you got, he'll not, yeah, he'll never win a championship. That was me. So, uh, and I, like, I've always, obviously, I'm from North America. I preferred North American Rocket League, but I, uh, for, I don't even know if you'll know this name since, like, you're a little newer to the scene, but um, Pashi was one of my favorite EU pros. I don't know if you know who he is. Um, but uh, he he actually had a similar sort of karma where he was actually a professional poker player um, and quit playing poker to start playing Rocket League. Think, like, how cool is that? Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and so he was by far my favorite player in EU, and he bounced around through so many organizations, and every single RLCS season, he would have a different roster, um, and then he got relegated to RLRS, and I don't actually, truthfully, I don't even know where he is anymore, I'm going to look him up on uh, Wikipedia right now, I don't know if he retired, yeah, he is retired, um, so he, they, I literally, like, if you open his like, Wikipedia page, he has about 20 teams or so uh, in this list <laughs> that he went down, so... What's his uh, earnings, I, I'm curious... Uh, he uh, seventy grand. 
so but that's so. remember that's also that's from prize earnings we don't know what contracts look like but he probably made it, right? six so. figures over his career yeah. right so so he uh because he was on the first iteration of vitality when they first joined the the rlcs scene um and then now uh, his most recent match of the team was a team called the buzzer beaters uh with stocky and killer number seven so um they apparently they still have the active roster of killer number seven and stocky but uh yeah Pasha retired uh, apparently this month so uh yeah he oh i can see so they didn't they didn't qualify for the uh rlrs and the play-in uh they they finished in 33rd to 48th so um he is to me that exact same thing he had never had a squad that i felt really matched him um and he ended up retiring to do something else and i, I wouldn't be surprised if left did the same thing time soon yeah i well i think for now like while you while you're still a pro i think um right. obviously it's kind of interesting because as long as whatever you're making is enough currently to sustain yourself um then i imagine he'll stay with it right yeah, that's me. I think I think if if Ghost gets relegated, um, which it is looking likely mm-hmm. right now, um, or like hey, it's looking like he'll be in the promotional playoffs. But uh, if they get relegated, I would not be surprised if he retired. If he stays in RLCS, he I I, I who realistically would want to leave that if they're still making the money that they're doing, right? Uh, other than like like I know we, we there's been a couple of pros like over zero or um, people like that who have talked about uh, like mental health concerns of like, playing at the pro level if they're not it's not something that they're enjoying anymore. So um, I, it doesn't seem like he has that right now because it seems like he always has a lot of fun when he's playing. But uh, yeah, that, that like, Leth I think is a, is an interesting player to kind of break down and talk about like that. And honestly, this is interesting. I want. I feel like I'm getting off from where I wanted to, but um, True. Yeah, yeah. let me, okay. I'm going to broach this new subject. We'll talk about it a bit, and then I'm going to really quickly go through the subjects I wanted to talk about, and we'll move mm-hmm. on to Beginner's Corner. Um, so, um, I think it, what's interesting about Rock League specifically is in theory, right? Like, I understand that players are what, playing probably eight hours a day? Yeah. Um, on team yeah, or whatever. I looked at yeah, I looked at Les' profile today. He's at eight thousand hours. But I I think because games are on weekends, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. in theory, all right, hear me out. Okay, if there was like a natural born team, like a team with a bunch of natural talents that made it through to the RLCS, like they could be playing three hours a day and still have full time jobs. Yeah. Do, do you know oh, what I mean? A lot of the, a lot of them are still in school. Yeah, right? so like scrubs mm-hmm. in school, and that that's that's a six to seven hour commitment, right, each mm-hmm. day. So yeah, I, I think that's why I'm thinking like, well, one, I don't think eight hours is actually as productive as people imagine it to be. Um, and this is something that's been talked about in StarCraft for years. That's your cue to drink, by the way, if you are playing our uh, <laughs> our drink. <laughs> um, no, but um, is like uh, optimally a person can learn or acquire new things four hours a day like there's four hours max you can do to acquire new information right and i think once you hit that eight hour mark it probably starts becoming diminishing returns and the reason and this was actually talked about a lot of starcraft pros is they notice that between like eight hours and 12 hours of playing um what they would do is they'd make bad they their bad habits would start coming out um but they no longer would have the mental fortitude to start fixing them and so for those last four hours, which they're, like, grinding, they actually start reinforcing the bad habits which they're trying to fix. Um, yeah, I feel like I had read that somewhere before. I think it was, like, a sports science or something mm-hmm. like that. About They were talking about that, of, like, like 
yes, going to the gym and training your skills is valuable, but like you eventually hit some like limit of like how much, and then it can then start being actually detrimental. And so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if then you start reinforcing like in Rocket League, maybe you start reinforcing like a uh, challenging too quick or getting too lazy. Well, and and my that. point is in Rocket League specifically, right? And like you know, don't shoot me on this, right? But base Rocket League mechanics don't have to be practiced eight hours a day. Like I think I think in, in StarCraft specifically, you would have to practice eight hours a day because you'd be learning specific things. You'd have to memorize all these little build orders. So you'd have to memorize up to ten minutes of every game. And then like you'd ha- want to have like twenty of them, right? Um in Rocket League, I feel the reason I feel like you wouldn't have to train as much in Rocket League is because I feel like there's ways to do so kind of off of playing that might be much more effective past like three or four hours. At least from what I feel. Um, I don't know if you disagree. You think that pros should be playing. What? How long do you think pros should be playing? From your opinion, a day on team. A day. Yeah, a day. Um, I I like I like the three to four hours. Like I I think that that's that's valuable. I think that's a lot personally. And like, don't get me wrong. I I don't I haven't been able to witness an RLCS RLCS training regiment yet. Right to Mm -hmm. to fully know what that would look like. But um, if I like base it off of let's say what we expect of our collegiate players, we practice generally three maybe four times a week. Um, and those practices range from about two to three hours um so we would be we would be doing that that three to four hours let's say oh because we also throw in like ranked play or like just as friends playing or things like that but we have like our actual regimented practices mm-hmm. um with, with our scrims and other things like that uh which is three to four times a week and that that sorry uh yeah about three to four times a week plus and then that's your three-ish hours so if i imagine playing at the pro level when like this is your realistically this is your job and this is your career and this is what you can afford to put that time into um i think asking for three to four hours a day is not unreasonable um but i think going more than that could potentially start getting almost like a de- like you see it all the time of of esports in like across the esports world of pros leaving due to mental health instead of due to um like just not being good or things like that like i think every single game has a couple pros that, like good pros that have quit because of the the issues that come with the competitive gaming and stuff and i even felt like by the end of our collegiate season i uh, i was talking to my girlfriend yesterday about this was that i was um it, as sad as I was when we lost in CSL playoffs and, and we were put out, um, I remember like sitting back in my chair and being like, who like that i feel like there's like a weight lifted kind of thing like like yeah. that like this is my first like break because i think by that point it was really starting to feel after eight months of, of playing quite competitively um it it felt like rocket league had become a career and like it felt like a job um and so now i i remember like my one of my favorite things about rocket league was being able to just to open um the game and just play in training and literally just stick around in training and do what i want to do um but and i stopped wanting to do that because i i just didn't want to open rocket league if i mm-hmm. uh right but and now I, yeah, please go ahead no i was just saying and like this reminds me of sports so much like mm-hmm. it took me um because i played competitive soccer for so long it took me a while to like get out of the competitive mode and literally just enjoy the game again um and that's always been something interesting that i feel like the more we're seeing people play these games, the more we're kind of seeing the, the parallels to actual sports. And I've, I mean, listen, I, I really don't care. Like, you know, when people say like, Oh, um, like are, are esports people athletes? No, I don't, I don't believe so. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I think we're playing a very taxing game mentally. Um, but the physical strength and the, the commitment to physical like growth, I think there's, 
while while it's not the same as esports, there's definitely something there, right? Like you can yeah. make fun of meatheads that go to the gym all the time, all right? Um, but there is some kind of discipline and bot like pushing your body further than they can before, right? That we don't really see in esports. But what I'm trying to say is the stories and kind of the way we approach the things like the the games, right? Whether they're um, sports games or whether they're esports games, um, the kind of the approach and the and the the parallels we're starting to see a lot, right? Um, and that's something we've been talking about today. All right, <clears throat> I'm just gonna push this forward, all right? Because I feel like yeah. we stuck along, and I still had two more topics. Remember? <laughs> um, wow, this is gonna be an esports heavy episode, but that's okay. Uh, okay, um, a couple weeks off, we're allowed to do it. Yeah, we're allowed to do it. All right. I mean, and like I said, it's, I think the reason the reason our last esports episode or we had that one esports episode that dragged is because we went literally game by game, and I don't think people want to listen to us list mm-hmm. off uh liquipedia stats <laughs> i think that was really it um all right no what i want to say is um i noticed in league of legends when i was watching eu and na um i very much did not want to watch eu lcs um like league of legends and eu i think it's a lot different and i feel the reason the reason for it is that the championship has these teams intertwined you know what i mean like in l in in lcs um the way it works is i i don't know what it works what's not like now but it used to work like you'd have two or three seasons or whatever it was and you'd just be within your region and then you'd have the final world championship um and the difference is here you have five weeks right then you have playoffs uh no you go five weeks and then is it does it go straight to LAN? Or... for like rlcs yeah or, or is... LCS. Oh, oh for rlcs yeah so it's it's five weeks and then the middle four teams play in the regional championship which is a uh like a round of six and then semifinals and finals to like get into the uh, to get into the last two spots so that the top four teams from both regions then go on and play at the best of sevens in the land final Interesting. Was that how it was last time? Yeah, every season that's how it works. So the, the so each region sends four teams and then OCE and and oh now, okay so that's two. that's why so. I thought it was a lot larger because OCE sends them as well. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, then yeah. Cloud Nine. So right, let's say like you take NA right now. So if the season ended currently, Cloud Nine and NRG would automatically go to LAN, and then G two Space Station Rogue, and so G two would play Splice, and Space Station would play Rogue. The winner of those two would be then going to, um, and then the winner of the mm-hmm. game after that would then be going to LAN. All right. Well, my point is, I I think like what I because I see like for instance we had the Dreamhack with WSOE. Um, I feel like I see these teams interact with each other a lot more. Um, and so I feel like I have a vocal point. Let's just say I'm a Cloud9. I'm like, I know Cloud9's the best in NA. I want to see them against the best, like usually Dignitas, right? So there's always that storyline, and I feel like it's connected more. And I think mm-hmm. the reason in League of Legends it wasn't so much is because it felt really disconnected. Like it was like, they don't see each other at all. Maybe they'll see each other, like, uh, they had, I think they started adding more tournaments. But it like it was like, oh, there's literally one or two teams in EU I care about. Um, let me not watch EU at all because I don't really know. But like, I'm watching EU right now, right? And like mm-hmm. I said, I like TSM. You know, because of their season six, kind of uh, how they did, not being on a team, and and then now they get on a team and stuff. That's a team I I know about. I'm I'm down to watch PSG just because they're PSG. I'm down to watch, right? <laughs> 
Um, mm-hmm. RV, I'm down to watch because it's all these new players. The Bricks is flip side, right? Um, Dignitas is usually considered the best team. They're not doing so hot. FC Barcelona, like, there's a lot of teams there that have interest in, vested interest in, and I think it's because there's more interaction and because we're seeing the, the finals every six months. I think that helps too. Um, yeah, yeah. seeing this kind of they're they're a lot more connected so i know you're saying like i much you're saying na that's why i said it was a good uh what's it called segue or whatever it's because you're saying like na um and i think na is definitely very interesting because you have all these bottom teams but i'm gonna be honest um like actually no no there are a lot of teams for some reason eg has not pulled me and this has actually really confused me um but i EG like was the team I always followed in StarCraft, um, yep. but um, for some reason there's there's something about them that I just I don't really want to cheer for. But it, sorry, I already said that earlier. My point is I feel like they're a lot more interconnected, and I think they do a very good job of making me care about both of them because I see them interact with the teams I care about more. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. All right, I'm gonna keep going. I'm not gonna let you talk. We gotta we gotta keep going. It's been a long show. Uh, <laughs> and I, would like to continue. So, um, one thing I noticed, um, and you're quick thoughts on this, um, but I saw RV using only Octanes. Um, and this was different than what they were used in the DreamHack, right? Because I remember specifically Fairy Peak was using the Batmobile. Um, mm-hmm. And this is a discussion I've seen a lot on Reddit, but people have been saying that the reason the Batmobile has kind of fallen out of favor it's because the, um, I suppose the kind of good kickoffs it gives right now doesn't matter as much. And I feel people are, at least what pros are saying, or at least what the pros responding to these comments are saying on Reddit um, or Twitter or whatever, is that you get better 50-50s with the Dominus and the Octane, and that's why you're seeing a lot more of it. I want kind of your yep. thoughts on that. Yeah, I think that's always kind of been a standard. Like, there's only ever been two usable cars, and then a couple bubble cars that some pros will live and die by. Um, so, like for instance, like the it's it almost feels weird to like think back that um, Cooksier for the almost the entirety of his RLCS career was a Batmobile main, but I haven't. I don't feel like I've seen him play Batmobile in months. Um, and it, it it ultimately is back to the the point of when they brought all the hitboxes into the the five main styles that the Batmobile got kind of pinched in together with the rest uh and it kind of lost that uniqueness that i think everyone loved about it and so was that a balancing attempt maybe was it just kind of part of the package maybe uh, who knows but from cyanx but the yeah definitely i think like even myself like like i i i for my most of my life have called myself a dominus main but now recently i've only been using octane but then like today i was playing really bad so then i went back to the dominus and like i only use those two i don't even question using anything else i use the breakout when i'm trying to have fun and like do air dribbles and like fun things like that but that's about it i think i talked about that a couple weeks ago but um yeah like it, it doesn't surprise me at the pro level that that we're seeing it even more kind of clenched down on how many cars are being used um so like it, it, that's what always makes me laugh you'll see for instance like i know squishy muffins put up a video a couple days ago being like oh the guardian like the title was like new rocket pass three car is insane like it's the new dominus uh, clickbait uh, titles and- <laughs> Right, and so like, like I really like Squishy Muffins, but like I know for, he has done that for every Rocket Pass car and crate car that has come out. And have we ever seen him use anything but the Octane in the pro level? No. And no. so the and it's funny. I remember like on uh, on the Rocket League Instagram. Apparently, I'm just talking about Instagram recently. Um, on the Rocket League Instagram, I remember they posted a photo of the Guardian GXT the day before the Rocket Pass three came out. Um, and someone commented, being like, "Stop making like these." 
bleep cars um and like make octane replicas or something like that was like his wording and <laughs> it, it, it's this give it's kind of the give and take of it right it's like i know for a fact people will dump their money into the game if they make another octane let's say but is that worth it as a game developer to make more of the same right like that was even their attempt when they put the non-standard maps in rank couple years ago yeah. uh, or now at this point or i don't even remember where that was um and the community erupted <laughs> and were so mad that they tried to change the game like even even that little bit of just having wasteland be different and don't get me wrong i'm not trying to defend it i hated it i thought it was <laughs> awful like i i strongly disagreed with the decision um because to me like i, I very much look at rocket league as hockey like like i don't go to a different rank and all of a sudden now the boards are six feet taller like like that's not how well, it works and I, I think i, I think right. from esports just quickly hold your thought keep your thought in your mind all yeah right? i'm gonna be talking it's packed away i'm gonna be talking <laughs> so um quickly just and i think that's what you need if you want it to be like you want to they're pushing it more mainstream right they're they're playing it like live televised you don't want different maps you want it like even if it's a different map you want everything to seem the same so people could get into it quicker anyway go Oh, hello. You, like I don't know. You like? Did I cut out? The main thing. What? Oh, I think I cut out. All right. Um, I was I was just saying the the reason that uh, are you here? Combo. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah. I, I was saying the reason I feel like you don't want to switch it is because anyone watching, like mainstream audiences watching, people you're trying to get into the game, you want it to be as similar as it can game to game, so people don't get. You know, so people can can understand quickly what's going on. I mean, it's understandable, but if all of a sudden you start making the maps too weird, and then people are like, "Well, what is this?" Right? You got it, and I completely agree with that. And I think at its, at its core, the sport needs to stay as consistent as possible. Just the same as like the like the little errors that have happened. Let's say when like when a, an RLCS admin accidentally like joins, and then they have to do the quick technical difficulty of like restarting the match, or um, when we have the whole pause controversy or things like that. That these little things that are inconsistent that then hurt the sport um at its core and that that tends to be the mentality so it, it's this kind of give and take of like so many people care obviously so much about what their cars look like in this game but how much can you really care if everyone's just going to use the exact same car right like why keep putting investing and putting money into these new cars if the pro communities are going to use them but i know for a fact they're like most of the casual or like lower rank players will main any car they want to because they want to look cool while they're playing right i did that too i was a i was a takumi main for most of my early career and that was when i was a gc in like season three i was a takumi main i couldn't imagine doing that now um of where i'm at so it's definitely an interesting kind of give and take there from the developers and the pros of like yes i want them to keep producing new content and new things but it, like how much is it being used and does it end up being worth it in the long run for them right yeah and to go back to actually what we talked about on that episode where we we're talking about different cars i think mm-hmm. the amount of time like you know when 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 uh squishy muffin says oh this car is insane um mm-hmm. and i think i'll hold I'll, I'll stick to my guns on this one at least i think the amount of time that would be required to play that car for it to be as good as the person playing the octane like let, let, stats aside all right that mm-hmm whoever the pro is would have to play the same amount of hours in that car as they did in the octane for it to actually be as comfortable because mm-hmm. the hitboxes become second nature right like knowing exactly how the car moves and all that like i feel like that's something that the reason new cars aren't picked up by pros is because the amount of time dedicated or that needs to be dedicated would just be too crazy yep i don't know if, okay moving on we're not going to talk about the controversy because we've i mean we've talked a lot and i think hopefully you've enjoyed it but i would like to keep things going um we're going to kind of 
we're gonna short beginner's corner uh this week wave dashes um i feel like i'm finding more and more less opportunities to wave dash in my games and i don't know if it's because i'm doing it wrong or because um well for instance i feel like a lot of times now i'll just roll down because then i'm acquiring speed if i'm going straight down like if i did a sharp turn i'm moving the ball or something um i don't know tell me when i should be using wave dashes and when i shouldn't is really what i'm trying to get to this I, I guarantee someone's gonna correct me for saying this, but like to the, at its core, the way I can think about it is, anytime you are transferring from the wall to the ground, um, with, literally anytime with, other than when you have the ball, unless you're doing it for some strategic purpose. Like what if you're doing straight? Like, like I mean, completely uh, straight, where you're like straight off the ground, basically. Yes. Like down the wall. Yes. Still wait the wave dash why not right like what like what's uh the reason i don't want to is because i think the speed at which i'm going down Mm -hmm. is so fast that i don't think i ever get a good wave dash off but i I don't that's Uh, mechanics but i i I actually don't think that's mechanics i think that might be a mental game because gravity does not influence the speed of your car in this game which is an interesting uh no 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 no, Uh, if i'm driving downwards from the wall that's what i mean so if you so if you're driving down the wall you are the exact same speed as if you were driving just straight across the field right so a wave dash is now going to increase your speed by doing so i think my point is replicating a flip so the difference is that you have to because if you're going straight down you have to move your car upwards above 90 degrees and then wave dash forward right Okay. So the uh, okay, I, I guess the other way I look at it is like it's not often that I can think of many times that I'd be driving at like a direct like ninety like straight down the wall because um, most times I'd feel like I'm either jumping off the wall to hit the ball or do whatever I need to do, um, or it's not a moment that would require a wave dash anyway. Yeah, maybe I, I'm like I think, stuck back in my own end. Yeah. Like if you understand, I think right? that's another thing when the, when you're kind of you're you're about to challenge a ball. Mm-hmm. You might not want a wave dash because literally your your goal at that point is to do the fifty fifty and not. You got it. Don't wave dash into a fifty fifty. Wave... Please don't wave dash into your fifty fifty. So essentially, um... whenever whenever you're moving around and you don't have the ball, definitely wave dash as much as you can from wall to ground. Is I I would say yes okay. for two reasons. One is because it's going to make you better at wave dashing, and you're going to learn when and when not to. Because maybe like even I I, I remember when I used to teach players who were initially starting out when i first started coaching online um a lot of players consistently would come to me being like oh but like i don't want to challenge in the midfield because i don't know when i'm supposed to uh and so i would teach them i'm like play a lot of casual or play ranked if you don't really care too much about your ranked and just over challenge like like be that chasey into yourself like be chasey do whatever you feel like you need to do to challenge too much so you can at least teach your brain what is a bad challenge in the future right like it's better than just being safe never challenging and never knowing when the best is and so i would recommend the same for wave dashes that's point one of like just do it a lot so you can learn exactly when to do it and two it's good it's just good to increase your mechanical skill of knowing exactly how to to alter your car to get it maybe like by doing that like you start learning better recoveries like you learn how to backwards wave dash and you mm-hmm. learn how to like um like recover off the wall with drifting and like little things like that 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 could be really useful uh so it, the for me the way i always look at it, like i i almost want to like wish this was like a video podcast because i'd love to pull up some of my gameplay yeah. and show you mm-hmm. um i wave dash so freaking much in games like i am almost always wave dashing and i, I think what i love about it and that's why i was happy when you told me that we were going to talk about this for beginner's corner uh i actually significantly and like very very uh, vividly remember signing onto youtube one day this is probably about a year and a half two years ago um and seeing a guy 
a random YouTuber, and it was in my recommended, say, new mechanic, like, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark. Um, and the guy's, like, uh, I can't remember what it was called. I think he called it the Wave Slide was the name of the video. The wave <laughs> slide. Um, and, and I watched the video, and this guy's, like, I learned that you can cancel your flip if you jump wait for your left set of tires to almost hit the ground and then dodge to the right and you don't flip but you get a little bit more speed and the comments were like cool not gonna do anything cool like we don't care like oh maybe for yeah. freestylers like stuff like that um and i remember watching like a couple streamers and probably at the time it would have been like lachinio and cronovi and and people like that and they were they were doing it in like free play as this like oh yo look at this cool video and like i just want to get good at it because it's just another mechanic i can learn and like i'll probably never use it in a game but like hey it'll probably be cool to use and now if you watch pros they literally wave dash off the wall almost every single time they leave it right um well they can yeah i um, i i think you don't notice it as well as much in our lcs because you're not following the car that's not on the ball usually yeah oh for sure yeah you're like if the ball's up in the air you you don't notice the three pros that wave just wave dashed off the wall you only notice the two cars that are flying up there to 50 it right um but uh yeah so and like that's what makes me so happy is like whenever i see people now make youtube videos of like new mechanic i almost always like i like the breezy flick is the big one that's like, <laughs> up right now um and i always laugh at them because i was like ah like this is just a freestyle thing people are gonna use this in game like that was ceiling shots at, at its core right like it was jazer was the first one who i think hit like a ceiling shot in like youtube videos was like look at this like really cool thing you, you can delay your flip and everyone's like oh that's a cool freestyle move like um like that's pretty interesting and then it was funny enough it was squishy in just one of the, like a weekly tournament that was streamed that hit it i to most people's knowledge the first ever yeah. pro level ceiling shot um and it's little things like that i know i'm changing the topic now but uh that, that's what's just cool about like little mechanics like that that realistically don't change the game massively um ceiling shots is i think an, an anomaly that that really did but something like wave dashes it really didn't change the game but it just increases the speed of recovery which slowly will get you at a higher and higher and higher level right? I mean, you're seeing people use it as well when they're 101 right which all the time yeah which yeah. is not as common and actually i don't want to table it because i feel like we'll probably forget next week what it is um but thinking about how a lot of pros are thinking that like the game you don't really have as much time in the game anymore at the pro level yeah um and so a lot of times they are just um a lot of times they're just like it feels like right away you just like you just have to hit the ball and you have to like play right away like there's no waiting around okay um we've this has been a long show and i think we have a lot to talk about but we're gonna save it for another episode you okay with that? Yeah. Yeah. More. Um last thing I did want to mention is Joshua Hicks on on Twitter gave us a shout out. Uh, and I'm gonna shout you out on the podcast. Um but then he replied to me, all right. Writing, wow. keep up the good so he okay, so here here's his initial tweet. Just wanna give a shout out to say I absolutely dig the podcast. I mean, we're talking so fast right now, dude. This is what happens <laughs> when we miss we can't miss this like a week anymore, all right? Because then we all of a sudden yeah. have so much information to go through. Um all right. Just want to give a shout out and say I absolutely dig the podcast. It's been a major factor in my Rocket League progress over the past months. Keep it up, all right? And then I respond nice. uh, seven days late, obviously, because I only check the Twitter like every week, once a week. Um, but whatever. And then he responds to me and he says, keep the, the good work. Wait for it. Diamond 2, okay, within okay. 130 hours. Nice. Yeah, nice, but I'm calling this guy out, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I like I feel like 
this is this is maybe i'm just born to be a teacher all right and not not ever <laughs> achieve okay but diamond two all right that's where i'm currently in i currently have like what 500 hours if only i had this podcast you know <laughs> Yeah, I was saying, I was like, so the, remember I talked to you about that, I think in our first or second week where I said I was like the, um, I am always jealous of people starting the game now because I didn't have, there was no YouTube tutorials on how to even hit a ball kind of thing, right? Like I didn't, there was no, like we had to learn these mechanics on our own. And so it, it's it's always, I think every single year we're going to look back and be like, oh, I wish we had these now. Uh, I wish we had like training packs. I wish we had like <laughs> the, be able to change your map in free play, like little things like that, that now is so normal, but like I couldn't do back in the day. I think the difference is, though, to be fair with this particular tweet. Listen, by the way, uh, just just so you're aware, uh, thank you very much for the tweet, Josh. I actually appreciate it. Uh, the reason I'm calling you out is because I would definitely want to call you as a 1v1 and just like shoot a wrestling-style promo oh. on you and just be like, oh. listen, bud, all right? Can't... Yeah, I don't know. I'd I think of some promo. Anyway, uh, but... Um, maybe someday we'll do a 1v1 is what I'm saying. Or maybe we'll get you to play three sometime. That might be cool. Um, but anyway, Joshua Hicks, thanks for, thanks for the thing. What I did want to say is that the reason I feel, I mean, upset, though I shouldn't be upset, but it feels like, um, like he didn't, I'm guessing, I didn't think about this. Like if it's 130 hours over a number of years, then it makes sense, I suppose. Um, but if he started recently as I did. Um, then I think it's interesting that, um, I don't know, and, and to be fair, like, I haven't, like, spent time just practicing mechanics recently, um, so, so maybe it's something about that, like, like, the people listening to us could be, like, actually have more time and be able to do, to actually implement the things that we've been talking about so much on this podcast, like, practicing mm -hmm. literally, you know, before you're playing, warming up, all that stuff. Um, and while I just kind of, I get on every day and I just want to play a bit, then that's really all the time I have. Um, so, yep. so maybe that has something to do with it, but, um, Joshua, congrats. And, you know, maybe I'll see you in champ someday. All right. If I, if I, <laughs> if I get lucky. All right. I don't know. You know, I don't know whether it'd be mad or be happy is what I'm trying to say. I have mixed emotions on this topic. Um, I, I feel like I'm coming off as a brat. All right. But that's okay. You know what? I don't think, hopefully Joshua doesn't take it too personally, and uh, I hope you enjoyed this show. Yeah. Um, love for love. Yeah, anyway, um, once again, Rob and Kyle show. I'll link it in the description. Rocketeers, like the RLCS standings, I'll link that in the description as well. Um, and we hope you have a good week here, and we'll have definitely plenty to talk about, because we had too much to talk about this week, so uh, definitely a lot to talk about next week as well. Uh, so with that, myself and Combo, we're signing off. Sign off. Bye. Bye. -bye.